How many of us men have done that? Come on. Thank you, Rob. Simon's still in the good books. He's not been married long enough. How many ladies have done that? No, 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 no. But if, do you know something? If it was that easy, right? Box of roses, flowers. Your wife's smirking like mine would be, so don't, they know the score. My wife never gets flowers. You'll find that out. Okay? You're just Jill. There you go. Right. <laughs> if we could wave a magic wand when we make mistakes, and if we could say sorry without it having to pay, cost us anything, we'd all be doing it. But saying sorry costs, doesn't it? Flowers aren't cheap, are they, boys? No. Um, it costs. It costs emotionally to say sorry. It takes guts to say sorry. It takes guts to say, do you know something? I messed up and I'm sorry. We live in a society, don't we, friends, in which people wish, as we did today or last night, turn the clocks back. If we could only turn the clock back, we wouldn't have done that. We wouldn't have said the other. We certainly wouldn't have done You know that word that I said to you that I didn't really mean that? I wish I could take it back. You know that time I said I'd do that for you and I didn't? I'm sorry. I really let you down then, didn't I? You know when I said I was going to do that for you and you know decided not to bother? I'm sorry for that. How many of us do that? But how many of us make amends? Oh, it won't matter. Just leave it. Yeah? A couple of weeks ago, we spoke about getting past our past and we talked about why should we and how do we forgive those that hurt us? Do you remember that? For those of you who didn't, it's now available on a podcast. It's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. It's all downloading and it's working well. So feel free to catch up. If I said to you now, put your hands up, and I mean this, those people who somebody has hurt you, put your hand up. Put your hand up if someone's hurt you. Okay. Now, I don't expect you to do this, but if someone's hurt you, flip the coin. Flip the coin. If you've been hurt, question is, have you hurt somebody else now that's the hard bit isn't it that's the hard bit I can't remember what you've got in your notes because I gave all my notes away because I was I underestimated how many people have been in the meeting this morning so I do apologise I'm sorry okay I made a boo boo I should have had more faith right and I didn't so you'll have to bear with me and work out what's on the notes and what's not on the notes because I haven't got a copy of the notes in front of me. Okay? How many of us, though, 
need to say we're sorry? How many of us have betrayed somebody, disappointed somebody, hurt somebody? How many of us feel that we're a victim when we should be the perpetrator? Why is it easy when we go to church and we hear the message saying, oh, they make sure that you, you know, people will forgive you? Well, yeah, we know that. That's the easy bit. How often do we hurt, feel that we should read Matthew chapter 5 a bit more, though? So that's where we start this morning, chapter 5. Jesus is teaching a very powerful, very important message. He was teaching about relationships. He just said in verse 21, for those of you who have your Bibles open, you have heard it said before, do not murder. But then Jesus goes on to say, don't even get angry. Wait a minute, isn't there a difference between committing murder, Rob's smiling, committing murder and getting angry? Isn't there a difference? Well, according to God, there isn't a difference. There isn't a difference. Don't even get angry. And then he goes on to say, verse 23, 24, please, the treasurer's listening. Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar, in other words, if you're in the temple, if you're in church, oh, wait a minute, we are. And if you're offering your gift at the altar, but then remember that your brother, i.e. someone close, i.e. family members, somebody you call friends, some, right, really, you've hurt someone's feelings, or you've let them down, or you've disappointed them, or you've lied to them, you leave your gift at the altar, and you go. And you go and say, sorry, to that person. This is the only time, I believe, friends, throughout the whole of Scripture where relationships to other people are put before the relationship to God. Now at times I say to you, always put God first. That's what the Bible teaches. But here, it clearly says that if you've got a problem with your friend or your brother and it's your fault, go and say sorry. Because until we are right with people, our worship to God can't be right, can it? Can it? No ifs, no buts. Go. And so Jesus says, first go, we reconcile to your brother, and then come back and offer your gift. So don't come into church. Don't come and play and sing. Don't put your uniform on. Don't lift up your hands if you're charismatic or even dance down the aisles if you've got a problem with your brother or your sister or any family member. Go and sort that out first and then come and worship. Isn't that hard? Don't we hold grudges as Christian people? This is not an easy subject, friends, and I know it touches raw nerves for people because we're dealing with people. But then today, this is important. This is life. And this is church. We don't need to just look the part. We need to be the part and act the part. Blessed are the peacemakers. 
says Matthew 5, 9. For they will be called the sons of God. What do peacekeepers do? Keep the peace. No matter what, right? You know when you're in that family environment or those group, that group of people and you, you see that person and they're over there. You do all that you can do, don't you? Not to go over there. Come on, don't you? Yeah? You know that get-together and you're thinking, oh, do you know, so-and-so's going to be there. Now, how, how, how on earth can I get away from being with so-and-so? Am I talking... Can you relate to this? Now, are we keeping the peace? Are we peacekeepers rather than peacemakers? What's the difference between a peacekeeper and a peacemaker? The action. Because a peacemaker, turn the words round, make peace. A peacekeeper just keeps the peace no matter what. Did Jesus say about being a peacekeeper or did he say about being a peacemaker? Jesus speaks about being peacemakers. I don't know why I'm in my notes because I'm just jumping all over the place. Bear with me. At the end of the day, friends, oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, but do you know something? It wasn't my fault. It was all his fault. It was all his fault, you know. It's all his fault. 99% of it was his fault. It was only 1% my fault. Why should, I keep the, why should I make peace with him when it was his fault? Isn't it? Isn't that what we do? But what does God say we should do? We should make peace. You know when you point the... You know when you point the finger, how many fingers point back at you? Done this? Yeah? As Christian people, we should know different, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we take the first step to make peace? Should we swallow some pride? I'll let you take your notes and read because there's, there's certain stuff I'm not going to get through today. Pride is something that gets in so much way of being us being the Christian peacemaker that we need to be. Pride. We have to be right. We have to be important. Don't we? But that's not what God wants. He asks us to swallow some pride. Because it's not about us, is it? It's about him. And if we elevate him, and if we elevate the other person that's caused the problem, that's him over there, you know, it's all his fault. But if we elevate them, and we put ourselves lower, and we give glory to God, then who are we anyway? We can go and say, sorry. But the thing we need to do is say sorry for specifics. Just going, oh, sorry, Karen. She doesn't know what I'm sorry for. There might be a list. 
You know, I'm sorry. As I said to Glenda earlier, that I didn't send her the tune numbers I should have done. I'm specific. I'm sorry for that. Please forgive me. We've got to be specific. It heals the process. This is personal, friends. I know it's personal. But Christian life is a personal thing. There shouldn't be any airy fairiness about us being the people that God wants us to be. You know those days when you used to put your foot down fast on an accelerator? Right? And the speedometer used to get to at least 80 before you realised that it was going any higher. Rob? Yeah? Okay. There's no point in going to a policeman and going, sorry, is there? Are you still going to get points on your license? Yes. Are you still going to get fined? Yes. All right. If you've done it frequently, are you going to lose your license? Yes. Everlasting life, home. If we keep putting our foot down, doing 80, and getting the points, getting towards heaven, what's going to happen when we get to heaven? When it gets to heaven, points don't make prizes. Yeah? And if we keep offending people towards our way to heaven, do you think we're going to get in? There's no point in saying sorry, though, to somebody and then putting your foot down again, is there? Because you're not really sorry, are you? Are you? Children do that. And I sit them on the steps when they were that small. I'm sorry, don't. I don't care, you're sitting on the step. Don't do it again. Yeah? And what happens? They do it again. We are God's children. Guess what? We say we're sorry. What happens? God, thank you. Somebody's honest. We do it again. Don't we? And we keep doing it again. Friends, we need to try to break the habit. We really do. However difficult or however hard it is, and that's the reason why we should get together more. That's the reason we should hold each other accountable more. That's the reason we should study God's words and scripture more. That's the reason we should have house groups. If the safety nets aren't in place, we'll keep needing to say, sorry, sorry. I don't know who's on your heart at the moment. I don't know who, if, what. You might have problems, whoever, whatever, with people. I don't know that. But I look at myself and I know my relationship with everybody isn't where it needs to be. There are people in my own family, it needs to be different. I, I'm sorry for that. And it is hard. But we have to try to achieve we strive towards. I'm never going to run a marathon in two and a bit hours. It's never going to happen. But I keep running. 
I'm never going to play for West Ham United. I'm too old. I've got the right feet, but I'm just too old now, right? It's never going to happen, but I'm still going to keep following them. I'm still going to watch them, whether they win or whether they lose, because that's what you do. As a Christian person, all we can do is a try to do our utmost and do what the God book says us to do. But if we don't ignore it, and if we don't certainly read it, we don't know what it asks of us to do. As I said on the first Sunday I was here and the divisional commander was present, please bring your Bibles to worship. Please bring your Bibles to church. Because that is where we find how to say sorry. That is how we know what, or how to live a life as a Christian people, person. Isn't it? If I'm wrong, tell me. Please tell me I'm wrong. I'll discuss anything. But if we're all going to move forward in our life, if we're all going to get the best out of life, if we're all going to win that ultimate reward, where God enfolds us in his arms and welcomes us into heaven, then maybe we need to start with those simple two words to somebody. Maybe we need to go and go, do you know something? Let's bygones be bygones. Okay, there's enough water gone under the bridge. Right, there's been enough hurt happened. Let's sit down. Let's talk it through. Let's apologize. Let's even have coffee and cake if you want. I don't care. Right? But let's build the bridges for our relationship to be right. Friends, let's carry on saying sorry, shall we? Today there are those of us who have broken relationships. Relationships that if fixed by forgiveness will become strong again. Matthew 5, 23, 24. First go, don't wait, go and be reconciled. I'll say this. The offering plate is there and it says it said in scripture, if you've placed your gift on the open Bible and you've not got the right relationship with people in your life, then I'm going to give you permission today. It doesn't happen very often, so make the most of it. If you want to go back and pick up your collection or your cartridge and take it back out of this building and bring it next week after you sorted relationships, then do it. Is that fair? Because that's what scripture says, isn't it? So if you've put your collection and your envelope on the collection plate, but your relationship you want to put right with somebody, as scripture says, pick that back up, take that back home, sort the relationship and present the two next week. Because your offering to God will be that much more worthy than it is today. We need to say sorry.